Good morning, good afternoon, and good night. What's up? Greetings, Earthling. What up, what up, what up? It's in the demographic I identify They're connected to our president. I think an ignorant voter and a non-voter are one in the same. Who does that? Under, Under his watch. His watch. What know has something, he done bro. about police reform in this country? Nothing. Greetings, Earthlings, and welcome to Unsolicited Genius. I am your curator, Carlton Ennis, and I am with my chapter frat brother in blue for life, Craig Lindo. On today's show, we will talk about the house not being a home and give an NFL season wrap-up. We hope to give you something to ponder. Happy Founders Day, CI. Happy Founders Day, Brother Craig. What it do, what it do, what it do, do, do. Uh, ten toes on the top side of the soil, my boy. That's all. That's so, the goal. So we've been in the frat for a minute. I This is my 25th year. You just hit your 25th year. Am I correct? Yeah. Yeah. So what it do, yeah, yeah. old school? Old ski, woski? Yeah, yeah. Um... I guess I'm supposed to be old school now, right? I got a couple of O's. Man, you've been old school. <laughs> <laughs> you've been old school. Well, look, um, I'm glad to see it. Like I'm at a point now where, where I say I've been I've been in my field for so long that like it's a point where I see my former students. I get to see them leave from K through 12 go some of them go wind up in a university college setting and some of them wind up pledging um some of them wind up pledging blue and white some of them wind up pledging other organizations but i'm at a point where i get to see you go through puberty and then go through your uh intake process like that's kind of cool yeah i would imagine so so let's go off script all right this off script for a minute so for our listening audience watching and or listening audience i didn't we didn't plan this part, but for 25 years, you had yours. I'm coming up on mine. Shout out Spring 98. Um, give one favorite frat memory. Uh, the road trip to Conclave in either 98 or 99. I want to say 99. The road trip to Conclave from Gainesville to Texas. Okay. What 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 about it? Can you talk about you know no you know protect the innocent? That's always our underlying thing. So what uh, what from that trip can you share that made it the memory? Um, you know how we were, dog. Like we in the middle of the step show. You had one or two cats making eye contact with judges while they stepping, winking and flirting with judges. You got cats. Um. You got the the little stop throughs on the way there. That scary ass stop in Mississippi, finding out oh how racist it really could be. Uh, having your lady <laughs> on the trip with you, and all the drama that could come from that. Uh, like it was okay. just, it was a lot going on. If I, 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 of course, reality TV wasn't popping at the time, but good thing I imagine that that trip is something like. Re- uh taping a reality tv episode i also remember enjoying both i think i i think it was in dallas but we did make a little skit over to houston 
or whatever and all that. I remember that trip was um that amongst you know the road trips were some of the best. What frat or not, even just the 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 the, the Gainesville location, two hours south, Orlando lit, two hours east, um, Bethune lit, two hours west, Tampa lit, two hours north, Tallahassee lit, an extra two hours north, you're in Georgia. Not even two hours. You know what I'm saying? So that being said, uh, one of the one of the one of the primary standout memories for me was that road trip, and I still have the 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 uh, a, a picture that was taken from that trip. Mm-hmm. I, I look at mm-hmm. it pretty often. Probably what about you, dog? Work. Man, you know, road trips was fun. Um, I think for me, the 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 misbehaviors made it a little stressful. Uh, in particular, when, you know, what we say out of town, well, we would be the out of towners, but when frat, you know, wherever we were traveling, wanted to uh, let us know, you know, their stature, their status on campus, it got, you know, it got a little stressful. So for me, I would say probably the only time that I played paintball, the first time, the only time that I played paintball, we did so as a frat, I'd say it was about 15, 20 of us um somewhere outside of Gainesville and it was like the the you know no limit soldiers unleashed um and and just getting out getting a chance to just go out there and do our thing and 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 you know we had some friends that were with us yeah um some of the uh frat supporters if not uh unofficial doves um huh I cheated in that in that outing. Like they told us, I remember the instructors told us specifically not to climb the trees. What's the oh, first yeah. thing I we did? We didn't follow no rules. We <laughs> shot. We got shot in the face. Sniper yeah. position. It started picking yeah, yeah, people yeah. off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, it it was to be with my brothers, my frat brothers, and be able to be big ass kids. Um, you know, but do it with the theme music in the background, if not out loud in our heads in the photo, I, if I ever find it, I'll post it. I know it's out there somewhere, um, but the photo that we took at the end kind of captured, you know, the whole experience. So a lot of good memories, the step shows, the parties, the brotherhood, socials, um, the service projects even. I remember the Habitat for Humanity and, you know, we were out there building anyway. homes. Um, you know, so and and just for the audience, we are members of the world famous Zeta Kappa chapter out of the University of Florida. But you know, shout out to Sigma Kappa no. Sigma, the cat the grad chapter out here um in Austin here with me, got on our vote shirt. Uh, all right. Well, today, you know, we got we're not gonna hold, I'm not gonna hold you, I'm not gonna hold our audience. We do have a college football championship to watch, although Georgia well, you is got- putting this flat act. Well. I was going for, I'm going for TCU, but Georgia's hopped out to 24-7. Um, it's eight minutes or so left in the second quarter, so I don't know if we got much of a game, but, you know, being the last game of the season, I, I want us to be able to, you know, at least appreciate it, say bye-bye uh, to college football. So uh, we're just going to, you know, this is going to be a, 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 a bre- abbreviated version of Unsolicited Genius. Um, no breaks. We're just gonna hit our our, our head, our, our primary uh, segments, and keep it moving. Fair. Deuces. All right. So for the headliner, 
I wanted to uh, hop into the House of Representatives. So Kevin McCartney, McCarthy got the bids handed to him in the bid to become Speaker of the House. Uh, I think it took 14 votes, if I'm correct, or 14 to the 15th. I had to double check the stats. But needless to say, it's been more than a century than it's taken this long for a speaker to be elected, in particular in the House where the Republicans rule. Um, they didn't want them. But the thing that stood out for me is that the people that didn't want them were MAGA's finest, the far right election deniers to the likes of Matt Gates and Lauren Boebert. So, you know, amongst all of the shenanigans and the hoopla that has transpired in the last several years, Trump as president, Trump denying the election, Trump, Trumpity, Trump, Trump, and then the the rhetoric, the 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 damning to hell of the Democrats, the resistance of Biden, and all the stuff that's happening. I thought the Republicans were getting what they want. But when we see the midterm elections didn't go the way they want, and despite having the House, it's still not going the way they prescribe it to go. And the thing that just comes to my mind is uh, a great philosopher and, and civil rights leader, Malcolm X, when he said the chickens came home are coming home to roost. And to me, this excites me because I feel like the chaos that the Republicans created in our democracy is ultimately the chaos that is going to prevent them from taking hold of our country in the way that some of us fear and in the way that all of this hoopla was designed to do so i'm a little bit happy what say you um i'm entertained more than happy okay i'm tickled like all right once i saw six attempts i was like oh i don't even <laughs> like popcorn but dot, dot, you dot. don't like popcorn nah it just makes me hungrier what kind of shit is that? I eat it and I get hungrier? I'm supposed to eat and get full. Fuck popcorn. Right, we'll come back to that. We'll come back. This, this this not I digress. get hungry. That's no point. Yeah, I, you might have just hurt my feelings, but let's not digress. Go ahead. Yo, no, but so I'm entertained by the chaos. Like I said, I have not been jumped in or initiated by either side. So, like, I don't, like, you know what I'm saying? It's whatever. Mm -hmm. So um, watching this is entertaining to me. However, it makes me cautious because if this is how they're starting, I think, what, the 118th Senate or something like that, mm -hmm. there's only up for them to go. And I'm cautious because he had to make concessions and sell, his so sell pieces of his soul to eventually get the vote. Those pieces that he sold may come back to haunt various demographics of taxpayers tremendously. So, yep, yep, yep. you know, they only have up to go. They started, their organization started as crap. All they could do is coagulate and, and team up from here. And 
the fact that he made whatever concessions he made, it, you know how they go. They're going to stand by their guy, even if their guy is low on principle, because for many of them, it's party over principle. Principles do not take priority over the party or the party agenda or, or, or supporting your party mate, even though they are dead wrong. So that's my caution. I want to see, I earmarked a couple of videos in an article, uh, but I didn't get to get to it. I'm sorry that had that, you know, highlighted the concessions that he allegedly made to get these extra votes, but I didn't get to really yeah. look at it, but I have a feeling these, some of these things are going to be haunting us into the, um, distant future and, you know, not so distant future. No, and that's fair. And I, you know, some, I, I, I say I'm a little bit happy and, 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 but I do recognize that there is risk in, in those concessions. Uh, we'll see what transpires between now and next week. Maybe next week we can break down uh, some of those concessions a little bit. But for me, for, for years, and, and let, me, let me say it differently. It's the rank and file Republicans that are principle or party over principle. And for years, going back to at least Papa Bush, the Republicans, regardless of what impact it had, they had their principle, they had their stance, and they held out to down. They held that held it down. They were a, a, a machine, and it seemed like the Democrats were the ones that were in chaos. The Democrats were the ones that were disorganized. The Democrats were the ones that lacked direction. I'm not suggesting that that has improved on the Democratic side, but what the Republicans began to organize around uh, with Trump, I wasn't with. I didn't like. It was scary. It was it, it was everything that we've talked about on this show. And so the fact that what they were attempting to organize behind is not being able to be is is, is disorganized. And you have Lauren Barber Bobert telling Marjorie Taylor Greene to get the get the out of my face. And you got uh Mike Rogers uh running up on Matt Gates. Like for me, the chaos is bad for the country in principle. Um it, it will mean that laws don't get laws that we need to be passed probably won't be passed in the timeline or the manner that we need and that doesn't factor in the concessions that mccarthy has made but where i find some joy is you know maybe the this this boo-boo show that the republicans were attempting to transform into american democracy won't actually form, won't actually take hold. And a future state will be agree, disagree, left, right, you know, again, like you, you know, you you haven't you haven't uh, been initiated in any of the parties. I, 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 I support you in that that position and perspective. But what I want, whether I disagree with the principle or not, are people who actually care about leading this country and aren't hell bent on being the star of the next great worst reality show. <laughs> it's all a reality show. You, you, you mentioned the, 
dust-ups and kerfuffles amongst adults in our government. What it makes me think about as somebody that works in a educational K through 12 environment is the fact that sometimes we encourage our kids to watch these kind of things so that they could be, so that they could develop a understanding through the, you know, through the guided exposure to the politics that's available on television. However, they make my job harder when they start, you know, I work with middle schoolers primarily. And so I'll be honest, that shit look like my middle schoolers. Yeah. Their, their, their yeah. behavior last week, that, that's exact. When I, when I leave it up to my middle schoolers to get shit done, that's what happens. <laughs> so when I look at that, I feel there's no adult in the room. Yeah. And that yeah. all that all that junk, the pet, the cornball arguments popping off when you know you ain't squashing grapes. Like you're you know what I mean? Like it's just they're acting mm -hmm. like middle schoolers. Mm -hmm. Whoever says you don't learn how to get by in the adult world in school is a lie. The same nepotism, favoritism, who you knowism, whatever, all that junk from the middle and high school still exists. Popular and pretty people still get treated different even after K through 12. All that junk is still the same. Everything you mm -hmm. learn to survive, the nepotism to the corruption that you, that you were exposed to in your K through 12 education, unless you went to some really Real. exceptional institution, whatever you're exposed to is the same junk in your post K through 12 life. Nothing's changed. If you think you didn't get the exposure in K through 12, you failed to connect the dots. You're just somebody that uh, saw something but observed nothing. All right, I'll take that. We're going to keep it moving. What in the sports? So NFL uh, 2022 season officially ended yesterday. Shout out to my Giants. We in the playoffs. Uh, shout out to all the teams that made the playoffs. The Dolphins in there. Uh, who else? Who else snuck in? Uh, your boy Gino. Gino is in the playoffs. Shout out to Miramar High School. Um, Yo. Uh, a lot of, I, you know, I, we'll I come, we'll talk about DeMar Hamlin, but what you say? I have fallen in love this season with the Detroit Lions. Well, they didn't make the playoffs, but they their mission, once they knew Gino was in, was to make sure that the Packers and A.A. Ron did not get in and they achieved their objective with great pride. So all that, what are your, any, any take homes uh, or what's, how would you surmise the NFL season this year? What, what's your takeaway? Look, it began and ended with major injuries. I'm sorry. The 22 season is, mired marred mired and marred by injury for me from Tua in the beginning to mm, okay. a man with a cardiac arrest at the end we'll get to that in a second Hamlin. i'm sure yeah yep. but you know what i'm saying like and in between i'm looking at shortened preseasons and the kind of injuries that seem to pop up a little bit earlier in the regular season i'm wondering if that's connected i am seeing a I, otherwise than that, it was it, I enjoyed the season. I um, from a purely sports standpoint, I think I brought it up a few episodes back. 
And since then, kind of, I kind of feel like I was proven right by the Pittsburgh Steelers. I feel like your boy uh, Tomlin kept that QB in his pocket, and he's he kept him out of all that extra media talk about quarterback QB, so he could go out there and develop. He's been out there developing the second half of the season without comparisons to other QBs in his class. Straight up, I think I still think Tomlin's. I think we're going to see. I think I like the way the Steelers finished the year and Detroit finished the year. I don't have a history of betting on sports, but if they continue the way they do, I might consider putting some money on, on one or both of those teams in next year All to right. make some noise. That's a takeaway. You, you're looking ahead to next season. I think, you know, Tomlin, I think, proved himself as a coach, um, especially the way they started compared to where they end because they had a chance. Um, Detroit, you know, I hope I hope their coach gets another season um, because they they believe and they fought 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 so hard um, to, Yo, to try to get there. If they fire that man, they're going to be cursed for like 50, 60, 100 years, bro. Well, they, I mean, that is I mean, that'd be one of the dumbest Detroit moves ever. The only move equally as dumb was the failure to get their running back back in the day, Barry Sanders, a friggin' O line. Mm, mm. They, that's just well, add, if they if they if they fire this man they're just adding to the list of major mistakes they've made as an organization over i don't know the history of air <laughs> well you know we'll we'll see uh because the texans they let go of uh of of, of lovey uh and i'm not sure I, I can't. It's so hot off the presses. I have no idea what the rationale was. I, I did briefly read that he went for the two point conversion and cost them the first round draft pick, which really didn't have that much difference in value oh. because the Bears, they need a quarterback. The Bears have a quarterback. Um, but you know, the Texans, they've been they've been a truck. They they the, the Texans are the new. Detroit Lions, as far as I'm concerned, they yeah, they, they lack vision, man, they uh, lack direction. That rumor, they salty because that man didn't throw the game. Man, get out of here. As you know, look, know. man, there's a reason why. One thing, what going back to something else, I remember one. There's a reason why Deshaun wanted to leave, and I yeah, still remember yes. that I heard nothing, zero allegations or accusations until he said hey this organization sucks i want to leave and then all of yeah. a sudden it was yeah. 22 out the blue yeah 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 i if you want to if you want to categorize me as a conspiracy theorist do that you'll be you you're gonna have to drop a lot of money in front of me to convince me that they had nothing to do with it that they weren't bitter about no. him about like taking I'm not that, taking that, that bet. big contract and it's like yo I don't want to be here. I'm not taking that bet because that it it it's it's too convenient for there not to be a larger connection. Um, but you know, again, you know, Dan Campbell, I thought did you know a hell of a he's been doing a great job. The team got, got better. The team, you know, you know, do they they may still need a quarterback? I'm not sure. Um, but they they fought hard and I'm I you know I have a soft spot for I had a soft spot for the Lions this year didn't appreciate them beating my Giants but um, beyond that you know we made the playoffs so bygones be bygones um, you know I, I was speech. impressed 
I was impressed with that. I, I think, you know, for me, like you, I, I, I agree. I thought it was a competitive season. I like that there's not a true dominant team that on any given some Sunday, anybody could get got by any and everybody, even Minnesota looked like they was getting got by the, the Colts that time. And then they made a historical comeback. So I, you know, the play was good. I think for you, um, the, the exclamation mark on the regular season is DeMar Hamlin and, and the collective theme still is that the NFL football, not just NFL football is a dangerous sport. Um, I think with, with Hamlin, you know, he he's out of the Cincinnati hospital. He's in the Buffalo in the Buffalo hospital. So God willing, he remains on a path to recovery. Uh, he don't got to play football ever again for me. So, you know, just want him to be able to have a happy, healthy life. Uh, but Tua, I think, is is that theme that is that theme that they still have to solve for, because you have both instances where he had head trauma and was not responded to with the urgency that they tell us it needs to be responded to. Um, and so I look at the commissioner on that. I look at all the tech, all the cameras. We, you know, we have a pylon cam. And so all the angles, all the vantage points, all the people that are watching every inch that that football moves, there's no excuse for that. Um, and especially to have a player who had the trauma that Tua did the, for earlier in the season, and then he finished the game um, um, this last time, and to not be a Dolphin, um, the Dolphin fans who watched the game was like, what the hell going on with Tua? Because the way he was playing to start the game is not the way he was playing to finish the game, and then you find out he was probably playing the whole second half with a concussion. So... There's a problem there, and with all the money that the NFL is getting, I've expected better, but I think we're at the point, not at the point, we, we've been at the point, but ultimately the players and the fans have to demand better. Go ahead. Man, um, I see you on that. Demanding better. You're right. They probably could, should, gotta. But humans are okay with everything they don't see. What happened was you saw the potential reality of the game. Like uh, somebody could die on the field. That's mm -hmm. what we saw. Mm -hmm. We saw it. Don't even... They, they are refusing to use the D word, die. However, they repeatedly say he had to be resuscitated. So if he wasn't mm -hmm. dead, he was close. And, they, and in some reports, they're saying he was resuscitated twice on field. Yes. So I saw that. Without speaking too savagely or too brutally, you witnessed a soft core death on field fam yeah yeah come on dog i mean well everybody kind of knew the potential is all has always been there right mm -hmm. we kind of always mm -hmm. knew 
Um, but we kind of figured out, okay, you get KO'd or a bone breaks through your skin first, you're not going to actually die. Um, I, that I, 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 there was a phrase, they're still investigating to figure out the cause, but early on people speculated to the cause to be a kind of hit that takes place. I forgot the actual specific name, but if hit in this place at the right time, I've heard combat fighters refer to it also what it, it could send you into cardiac arrest. Like I've heard, yes, you know, like combat martial artists, guys that like study multiple martial arts, talk about that kind of thing before. Like, you know, if I catch you in that spot at the right time, it's, 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 it's a wrap X, Y, Z. Yeah. So, but I, I, um, so the fact that we witnessed that, the fact it, it's, I'm curious to see because we're going to keep playing football and people are going to keep watching. Even yes. even even though gladiators died in the Roman Coliseum, the keep the people came back the next week and watched more gladiators fight. They did. They did. Well, you know, for me, I no physician, don't know everything with Demar Hamlin, but the perspective I speak from is two different issues. What happened to Demar Hamlin? is inherent in the game that's the risk you know when i played we didn't talk cardiac arrest but it was your neck you know spinal cord injury paralyzed being paralyzed or, or risk of death from a broken neck so that is the gladiator that's the sport of gladiators and so that is part from where i sit that's part of the game should you choose to participate, that's the risk that you take on. And I, I, I'm aware of that fact for my son who's playing middle school football and every stage of the way that he may go. Um, my rationale, just for those who care as a parent, is we can't protect them from everything. There's risk. We take risk the second our eyes open. Um, he will be driving one day. Driving is one of the most dangerous things that we all do. And so football is a game. It's supposed to be fun. It is fun for those who enjoy it, playing, watching, but it is a dangerous sport. What happened to Hamlin, I don't think could have been prevented. And where I believe the NFL as a league showed its capabilities is they saved his life on the field. Now, the long-term effects of playing football in the form of head injury, head trauma, CTE, we've been aware of for a long time. There is no mystery there. That too is part of the risk, but we know that that risk, long, the long-term risk is mitigated with the reduction of concussions and with the management of concussions, which the NFL has stated that they are committed to. You hear all sorts of stories in particular from the Players Association. You still got players that aren't being uh, with CTE, with head trauma, you know, symptoms of head trauma that aren't being taken care of. Players' life, health insurance is horrific guaranteed money, bonus money, how they take care of the players after they leave the game is horrific. So there's things that are within better control 
that the NFL is not doing uh, a good job with. And so could be wrong from my vantage point, but that's where I, I, I disconnect Tua from Hamlin. But at the end of the day, I think both, without a doubt, represent the risk and the danger inherent in the sport. Yeah, they do. They very much do. I just, you know, I don't know if you took Spanish or whatever, but certain times uh, you would use an upside down um, exclamation mark or upside down question mark in the front and the regular one at the end. That's kind of yes. how I look at the injury situation. You you have uh, the tour in the beginning. That's an exclamation mark. Maybe that's like the upside down one, and then the right the, the traditional exclamation mark at the end with him. But yeah, I just that's fair. I in my memory, the season began and ended with. I mean, I mean some some injuries that I wouldn't be surprised if they lost some watchers. As a matter of fact, unconnected story. Um, you remember, I think it was Ohio State, McGahee was playing against, and they went low and took his knee out. Yeah. Yeah. I remember there was a young man. Uh, one of my favorite protégés was with me when we were watching that game. And um, he saw that injury, and we had just recently started to train a little bit speed and agility, you know? And then mm-hmm. he saw that game, and he was like, eh, I'm good. He yeah. saw that injury. He's standing there next to me. I want to say I was watching the bros, too. I think I was out somewhere watching the bros. But he saw that injury, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good on the football. No, that's fair. And you know, Things and, happen, and, and you lose people's they, interest, yo. They may lose some. But the stats suggest that it's still the most watched programming in this country. And hands Football down, like nothing even compares. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Just for because sure, baseball sure. still has Masonic symbols all over the field, it is no <laughs> longer America's game. The field is literally right, square. Right. Like, I get it. Yeah. And I guess a lot yeah, of people are yeah. still struggling to catch that. It's a blatant shout out. I get it, but it's mm-hmm. been surpassed as America's game for at least yeah. a decade and a half. Yeah, well, speaking of surpassed end. Georgia, speaking of surpassed Georgia, is surpassing TCU. So we're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna keep the show moving, but we may not have much to get to uh, by right. the time we get to the second half. So, all right, so that's what in the sports NFL entertaining season injuries big injuries uh uh the theme so before we get out of here are you entertained what you watch what you listening to what you read anything you want to share with the audience um it's nothing in specific i'm just always all over the place i was reading about um the ottoman empire recently the only reason i got down that rabbit hole is because um um when the when the non-Christian, non-white people were being forced out of Hispaniola, Spain, Portugal, they sent ships to receive these people. You know what I'm saying? Particularly the um, uh, ancient Hebrews and the people that would go on to become today's Jewish people. 
um, they sent ships to get them. And so that, that got me on the radar. And the other thing that got them on my radar was I was looking through um, the 48 Laws of Power and an anecdote referred to the Ottoman Empire. Uh, so it, it just sent me down a rabbit hole studying their, their, their um, era in history, some of the leadership strategies that they used and um, their impact, impact and uh, political stance in some of the world affairs at the time. So I've, I've kind of been on that. All right. Well, shoot, man, that's a whole education you just gave us. So I appreciate that. Uh, I'm, you know, I haven't listened to a whole lot. Uh, you know, once some for whatever reason, I you know I was big on the holiday music during the during the season, and just as the new year has has been upon us, it's been hustling, flowing on, on my side. So I have my daytime listens. I listen to the uh, binaural beats to start the day. Then when I get into my working, I play some uh, classical music that help my brain follicles keep moving. Um, but you know. I get in a couple, you know, artists here and there. I was back on my boy, Jack Harlow. Uh, but I did um, bad as far as watch the Bad Batch. So, you know, our Star Wars animated Bad Batch season two is back. Um, okay. And I forget that Disney, you know, they won't release everything. Uh, so I was I had my popcorn that I love. Can't binge. I you know, ain't no judgment. I was ready to binge <laughs> the thing, but they only had two episodes. They had. I guess two parts to the first episode. So yeah, yeah. A little disappointed. I couldn't binge it and just get it all in, but it was live, man. So the bad batch is back. So for all my Star Wars. This ain't um, with that. They, this my Star like, Wars. Yeah, they, they know what they do. A whole they, year they, and a half. No, nah, no. Nah. They did not take a whole year yeah. and a half for you to watch the entire series in one day. <laughs> they ain't doing that. Like the actors, man, stay up, my I'm sure some of them actors be hurt. Like they put in two years worth of work. And you watch the whole series in a day, man. It's like a long movie. It's like <laughs> a long movie. You know what I mean? But, you know, say lobby, um, it's good. So I'm a Star Wars people. Bad Batch is back. I, I didn't know that. I, I'm going to check that. Oh, musically. I've been in this little warp. I'm still on the, um, I think I, I think when I explained it to you before, I said I was trying to restore factory settings. Right. Mm -hmm. So the playlist, the theme is factory settings under the idea that like when we reset our computers in the computer software, like I'm resetting my own software, sometimes you have to go back to a restore point. What was the last okay. time that everything was functioning the way that you were happy with it? So it's my restore point 2010 It's my restore point 2004, 2096, 98, 88, whatever. So as I'm going back to try and figure out my different restore points, I'm kind of realizing the influence music played on all of that. And, um, but in the past two weeks here, my mom came and spent 10 days with me. And even before she got here, I was kind of in that musical mood. But once she got here, I got to go down rabbit holes a little bit deeper, but it was a lot of find 100 ways. I want to say that's Osborne. Mm -hmm. um, find 100 yeah, ways. Um, mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. other joint I've been on, uh, I've been I've been doing a little bit of Teddy. Um, Turn up the lights. Yes, Teddy Pendergrass is. I didn't realize. I'm a Teddy Pendergrass fan, and so um, in my time is probably the joint I've been playing the most recently. 
in my time. Okay. Teddy P and Marvin Gaye. So it's been it's been them three on heavy rotation. Teddy Pendergrass, Marvin Gaye, and uh Jeffrey Osborne. What we doing? That that that, that that's that's that's, nah, that's, that's what's going it. on in the streets. You ain't I ain't doing nothing. I don't have nothing to add to that. I would be remiss to try to to add on to those three legends. So uh <laughs> kudos to you for for pulling I'm that old out. Soul, dog. Yeah, yeah. And you old school. Shout out uh Fall 97. <laughs> All ninety seven, world famous eight. All ninety seven. I won't. I won't. You. You. You could tell him your line name if you want to. I ain't gonna. You know that's your business to share. <laughs> Hit me up if you want to know. All right. All right. All right. Touche. Slide. All right, here. my brother. What up? All right, my brother. Well, it's halftime of the of the college football championship. It looked like uh, Georgia's boo boo don't stink this season. Um, let's see score? if TCU put. I don't even know. Let's see. Oh, it's it's it sounds like a slaughter. Then it's a lot. It's a lot. Okay. Hold on, because I think they scored the. Yeah, I think they scored to close out the half. Hold on, yeah, thirty-eight to seven. Mm. So thirty-eight to mm. seven at the half. So, I, I ain't gonna lie. I'm okay with that. Mm, I One. can't stand. I, Mm. I, I even if if none of the teams involved, okay. Here's why I'm okay with the slaughter. The team that I support is the SEC team. So mm. Georgia slaughtering these non-SEC teams help the SEC brand. The SEC brand staying Probably. up helps Florida. That's Probably. where I'm at with it. And that's fair. And I think. You know, last year I was on board with Georgia in that regard. Um, but at this point, if I'm being honest, I don't want to see Georgia happy, you know. So that's that's just, you know, I know that's hating, but I don't mind. I think it's important to be honest with who you are and where you are. Um, man, hating so. is overrated. It's okay. It, man, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over that word. Buck, duck them. All right. Well, that is that is how I feel. I heard. Um, I respect how you feel, brother. All right. Well, we're going to get out of here. So shout out to our sponsors, uh, Legacy Wear. Your legacy awaits www.legacywearus.com. Megacore, Bod Spectrum Hemp Derived CBD, the way nature intended. www.megacorecbd.com. Um, how do you spell CBD? CBD. Uh, Aura Rainwater, Hydrate and Elevate at www.aurarainwater.com. Don't forget, we are on YouTube. Like, subscribe, share, uh, Instagram, like, share, Twitter, like, share, chat back. Um, and Facebook, you'll find all of us, me, Joe Nitty, Mo. Shout out to Mo. Uh, he a little bit under the weather, so get get better, my brother. Um, Stay up most. Uh, Craig, Facebook, Instagram, dropping his knowledge bomb, saying his poetry. We are out there doing our thing. Um, so before we get out, just thoughts of genius. I keep it brief. DeMar Hamlin showed us you have one life to live. You can do it in struggle. You can do it in strife. You can do it in joy. The one thing that is guaranteed is that we will not be here forever. So when DeMar came to, he woke up, he regained consciousness. The first thing he asked was, did we win the game? 
So that tell you whether he, I know he didn't wish that for himself. We know that that is not the outcome that he anticipated, desired, or, or wanted that night. Yet it happened. And what we know is he was doing what he loved. So the unsolicited advice to you today is realize you got one life to live. So you might as well be doing, being, sharing, talking about with fill in the blank what you love. Because when it's your time, it's your time. God willing and the creek don't rise, you get as much as you want to need, but it ain't our call. So on that, I say good morning, good afternoon, good night. We'll see you here, 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central. What is that? Five something, 5.30 Pacific. Mm-hmm. Um, and between now and then, be well. You are listening to Unsolicited Genius.